0: Welcome to the latest MuFC podcast. Now this one again is recording in Perth. If you hear a bit of background noise, deal with it. Be just, just be grateful I'm recording something. Larry has left me in Perth by myself again, so um, we're pretty much leads at Eve nightclub about three or four hours. Well, we've got three hours till kickoff. I'm here with James from the Perth support, the Man United supporters group in Perth. How are we? Yes, I'm well, thanks. Tom, how about how about you, mate? All right. No, very good. Enjoying my holiday. Well, it's not a holiday. It is 100 work. I'm waking up in the morning, leaving my wife at the hotel at 8am, and getting back to the hotel about 10 or 11pm. Well, business is pleasure, mate. Yes, yeah, so I'm seeing my wife about three hours a night, which she's probably got more. She's probably pleased with that compared to me, but enjoying it so far. Um, Yeah, so again, if you do hear any background noise, deal with it, or it should just be enjoyable hearing some of the songs, because they have been quite enjoyable, some of the chants. Um, Now we are here with Perth, and James from the Perth Supporters Club, so we'll try and do a few things on this tour, and you'll hear podcasts eventually with certain states. But if you could just give us a little bit about the Perth Supporters Club, or your role, or your history with the club, or just any information you want to share about the Supporters Club. Sure.
1: Sure. So, uh, Tom, we were actually formed in 2013 on the back of the uh, illustrious uh, Sydney 2013 tour. United you know, making their first visit to Australia since 99, I believe, when they came down to the MCG and uh, play, played there. Been a few um,
0: times. I think they've been there. They 67. I know they were in Sydney yeah. before, but... Yeah, they, were, they, uh, they were
1: in Perth in, in
0: '75, yeah, I com- believe, as well. Completely different era, though. Yeah,
1: completely different era. So, 2013, a very, uh, a very big tour. It was my, it was actually my first visit to Sydney in 2013. So I made the journey over. I was at uni at the time, so very expensive, but it was a great tour. And at the end of it, some guys got together, four of them in fact, and they formed the Perth United Supporters Club. And uh, I remember the early days in Perth. After every game, there'll be about eight of us in the car park at the old Mount Henry Tavern, having a few Stellas, and yeah, we're going, you know, this this is grand, like, you know, watch your football, enjoy a few beers, and I'll, I'll say to the least, the chairman of the Supporters Club, we've gone from that six years ago to a packed EG Club hosting the famous Man United. It's a dream, really.
0: percent. well, this venue, I've been in here the last couple of days, setting up flags, it looks unbelievable. I'm sure everyone has seen all the photos and videos on Facebook and Twitter. And it took a couple of hours to set up for a lot of the committees coming in, but I think it's paid off. Um, It looks an unbelievable venue for a pre-match.
1: Oh, absolutely. I remember when it was a nightclub, and I can tell you what, mate, I never set foot in it because of the stodgy reputation it had, but I've never seen it look better with all the red of of the famous men I know, I've
0: been discussing this with guys from other supporters clubs, and um, you look back in, it was six years ago, they were in Sydney. Yes, so Perth went officially formed. Brisbane had only been recently official. 2010, I believe. 2010. 2010. So, yep. say so, three or four years, they'd been official, and everyone just sort of arrived on everyone on Sydney's doorstep, mm. and everyone had their own plans. New South Wales had certain things to do. Brisbane wanted to do this. Perth form in Victoria just sort of arrived. Yes. You fast forward six years later with the invention, or well, no, invention of social media. That was definitely around back then, but just the networks everyone has created throughout that time and now we've been able to put everyone in the same venue same place everyone on the same page and I think nothing I, I absolutely love the Sydney tour I didn't have to travel that's my, maybe yeah. the easiest part but this tour has worked so much I wouldn't say so much better but just we've learned from lessons um, in the past or learned from the mistakes in the past I should say and I think it's really paying off now everyone on the same page everyone working together under the same venue and venues like this and events like this so far we've had what? We had a pre match, uh, no sorry, the supporters club get together on the Friday.
1: Correct, yep, on the the Friday. Friday month, we had
0: a Saturday pre match against the Glory. Yes, that's um right. Sunday, did anything happen? Sunday was day on. So, Sunday we
1: had the supporters cruise. I went on the supporters yeah, cruise. you went on cruise, cruise the with, with a few
0: reds. Yep. We had on Monday, we had two events with Brian Robson and Erwin, one which was a sort of. Uh, a supporters' party, yeah, as it were. It was sort of run by a stadium. There's There There's a lot of it. was very good, but a very busy event. Yeah. Um, and then that more exclusive supporters' yeah. club event with Robson and Irwin which is very good. I think most people got to meet them. Yeah, um, I, I, and, I think I like, think
1: so too. I mean, I, I was certainly lucky enough to meet them twice on that yeah. same night,
0: same day. I've seen so the so. photos of you. you're best friends <laughs> with them. That's so I've seen. Them. <laughs> Rob mate,
1: said, I know me on uh, my first-name
0: basis now. Yeah. No, I'm the same with Matter. That's okay. <laughs> but, um, and then the Tuesday we had a... Which I'm still recovering from, a five-a-side tournament, oh. which Perth actually won with the help of Flex from United States. <laughs> Just have to mention that in there, mate. But, I, was, um,
1: I was unfortunate to miss that as I had to return back to my work duty, something
0: I didn't have to worry about in Sydney in 2013. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that was a good which Perth won. Brisbane came second. I actually... Nutmeg Flex, which is my claim to oh, fame. There you go, mate. John O'Shea on Wars <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't at that level. <laughs> um, but I just wanted... And then, yeah, so Wednesday's come around and we've got another pre-match, which I think has a little bit more... I wouldn't say any atmosphere; it's still early in the day, but you can tell around the city so far, you tell, obviously tell how many Leeds fans have arrived. Mm. They obviously do have a presence and they will make a good atmosphere and maybe chambers to say they'll probably make a better atmosphere than United fans a lot have travelled from England they'll all be in one spot United are a little bit spread out over the ground so it will make for a good sort of yeah. exciting yeah, game the,
1: the unfortunate thing is Tom when you've got a stadium oh, that, a, can, that can hold 60,000 or so not all, that, not all those 60,000 are A going to be United fans and B going to be proper United fans who love the atmosphere they're just casuals enjoying a, a game between two titans of English football uh, exactly. as they were historically
0: now, just before we move on to actually some of the football, we talked about the supporters club for a little bit. Just about the actual tour, and just sort of I've got my own personal highlights, but just personal highlights for really, whether that be events like this, or meeting a certain player, or the game. Just your one or two little standout oh, moments that you remember.
1: Yeah. Honestly, for me, it was actually being able to get some photos of the players on this trip. I, I said to you the misses as a laugh. I go. All I want from this tour is the to get one photo, one blaster. I even like I I don't give a shit if it's Chris. Have you, have you never met anyone before? Or, um you know? I I had I had an experience with um Anders Lindergaard and Van
0: Persie That sounds Sydney. quite that sounds quite intimate, you had an experience with
1: them. <laughs> Well, probably experience is not the right word. Encounter rather. Encounter might be a bit better. Um so, like, you know, in Sydney, I made you bump into Anders Lindegård at Circular Quay and
0: Van Persie in a scrum of about 100 people. I'll so, tell, tell you a funny story. That scrum, I don't, we haven't mentioned this before, what you just mentioned, but that scrum of people, I remember I had just done. I'd come out of ACL surgery. Oh, right. Just after the tour, just before the tour, and I was on crutches during the tour. And I remember I was waiting outside the hotel and I had the new shirt, and then I saw a crowd of people coming from a boat towards the hotel. Yes, that, and, that, that, I was down there, yes. And I was there with a the mate outside the hotel and thinking, oh, someone big's coming from the boat towards the ground. And a, the crowd, about 100 people following this one player. I was thinking, oh, this is someone. Thought so I was maybe Ryan Giggs or, or someone. And as they got close, I saw it was Van Persie. And I was thinking, oh, God, I really want his autograph. Yeah, that
1: photo just came off on my thing. The
0: viewers obviously can't yeah, see yeah, that, man, but... Great for podcasting. <laughs> But the crowd, it was getting closer and closer, and I really, when I realised Van first, I was thinking, oh, this would be a great autograph to get. But I was thinking, oh, I'm on to I'm on see this isn't going to work. So I just stood, I just hobbled to the side yes. with my mate, to thinking, oh, well, at least I'll get to see him. And they got to the door. And this whole about 100 people crowded around him and Van Persie could hear him just say hey, let us go boys I'll just get this guy on the crutches quickly <laughs> and he came over and signed "No, you're, on you're,
1: on. you're a very lucky man because at the time I had somewhat of a man crush on Van Persie similar to what you would have on one mutter I'd say oh, 100% yeah so you know I, I was—I felt privileged even though that photo I just showed you off, off camera there was a bit blurred I was literally two feet from, the, from my idol so I was, I was excited just to get that alone but back to the back to the tour in question, you know, so you to get photos of the likes of Angel Gomez, Tahith Chong, even Joel Pereira. some of these players who are on the fringes or might have good long-term careers at United potentially, I was very excited by because they, these guys have come up through the United ranks and, are, and believe the club philosophy of the, the youth, the courage, the success. Something that a few of our older players or even players who are just there for monetary reasons rather than footballing reasons might not understand. But these young kids I've been very excited about the sound of the tour. So, of course, getting photos of them was quite of a highlight. Um, obviously, Dennis and Robbo. I missed out seeing Robbo two years ago at the uh, Crown Casino. Yeah, that,
0: he's out here well. So, well, well, he, he's, um, His daughter lives in Adelaide, so he actually travels to Australia a fair bit. Yes, yes, so yeah, he, yeah, he does. So he always so, puts his hand up for any of these So I, I,
1: At the time, I was quite disappointed I didn't get to see Robbo, but I knew deep down that he'll be back very, very soon, and sure enough, two years later. So it was good being able to get him to sign my 1990 FA Cup jersey and... Obviously got fight
0: up with the great man. Well so, on my I think it might've been the first or second day we were in Perth I was, me and my wife woke up because we the two hour time driven to waking up at sort of five in the morning. So we got up, had an early breakfast and then we decided said well we'll go for a walk down near the stadium. So we're walking to, walking over there what's the bridge called? The famous bridge. Uh, not, is I'm that
1: the ma- ma- the Matagorat
0: Bridge? Yeah, the, I don't know I don't know if it's famous, but it's one outside the ground.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the one outside the ground. It's a new bridge that was recently constructed. Yeah. They caught I uh, uh, apologies if I offend any of our indigenous listeners, but <laughs> I believe it's pronounced uh, Mata. Oh, please do. <laughs> I believe Mata is the pronunciation of the okay. bridge.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just walking across, just early morning walk, we'll just stretch our legs and go get some breakfast. And I saw two guys in United Polish shirts walking towards us, and I told my wife, and you know, I said, "Oh, these two security guards walking towards us." Um, I don't know why I thought that. I think I'd maybe just seen one. in security guard wearing that outfit earlier. And they were getting closer, getting closer, and thought nothing of it. And I told my I told my wife, "Hang on a sec, that's not, that's Brian Robson, Dennis Irwin, and just by themselves, no crowd, just going for a morning walk." And I quickly just said, oh, "Good morning, guys. Can I just have a quick flag, quick photo with the Sporters Club flag." And they were more than yeah, more than happy to. it's
1: it's quite it's quite funny because you know it sounds like you're by yourself and no yeah. one, not many people around. So obviously those two legends would be more uh, inclined to oblige with your request, yeah. I was walking to the uh, train, like before the training session, I was walking to the pub for the pre-training drinks I was walking along the foreshore outside with no one around me, I was in a distance, see three uh, what looks like the coaches ran towards me, The you know, the coaching sort of kits, so I can see some initials just yeah. in the middle of the shirt and of course I saw the first one I saw was Kieran McKenna, stuck so out like a sore thumb. This one Michael Carrick and I said, oh sorry sorry I it's like Carrie's mind if I get a quick fight. And mate goes, I can't mate, I'm running, so. It would be nice to, for character stuff or me to run alongside and get a jogging photo, but uh, unfortunately I missed that moment. I don't so. know.
0: I don't what to come out too clear. Yeah, I don't know. About as good as hey, my bro, bad bro, bro.
1: Bro. Oh, we've, got a,
0: we've got a guest on the podcast. Hey, Michael. Hey, hey mate. Michael. Tom, nice to meet. you. Are you from here in is, Perth or you're Now I'm from Sydney. You want to sit down and have a chat on the podcast? Oh yeah, absolutely. You're Michael yeah. from Perth, in from Perth Princess Club. Club. You know, we just talk about highlights of the tour so yeah. far. What's what do you reckon the highlight of your tour? Well, I've been I queued
1: up here. Crown to see the players with a whole heap of fans, and I was too enough to. Up, yeah, I had photos with um, with Oli, with yeah. the manager himself.
0: I had photos with Phil Jones, Nemanja Matic Anthony Marshall, Eric Bailey. Marshall, not many people got Marshall. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was very lucky. I did well to get Marshall. I did well. I mentioned... Well, Larry, my podcast host back in Sydney, will be jealous because I took I brought a photo over with me to get signed from Marshall. Absolutely no luck. So and I got a picture with Marshall. I was so you can send the photo to Larry, down. please. Oh, yeah. Just Just give me Larry's jealous. email afterwards. Yeah, make him jealous, please. Yeah. Um, so I'll go on. Oh, sorry, continue. And I got one with Phil Jones, Jones, Matic, Bailey, and Marshall. And then I got one with all the managers as well. Ah, uh, beautiful. I think Solskjaer, I think at the hotel, I've seen Solskjaer the last couple of days, hasn't been coming through the main lobby entrance. He's actually taking a different entrance. Yeah, he's has the tunnel. When Solskjaer yeah. comes through that hotel, it is chaos people absolutely love him it's him and Pogba well Pogba either love or hate him the reception they get when they walk I, through I, I have to um, ask this Tom
1: because you've been to the hotel a few times than myself Pogba has has his attitude when he's come through has he gone over to the fans or has he just, him, just I,
0: largely kept to himself I saw him this morning he came over for a newborn baby had a little baby pop, oh. uh, baby Pogba shirt on so he signed for oh, his, very,
1: very good. the so, little
0: baby in his tent. not that the baby came, I was jealous I was standing five metres I said well you can come over to me mate yeah yeah but, uh, um, of it, course but, but, but it, was, it was very good to see yeah from what I saw early on in the piece he look he does but I I can sympathise with the players because when he comes down a few not not big but a few people have booed him and again most, yeah. most of them have I, been I, cheers I,
1: I, think, I think I think, honestly Tom that's what's disappointed me that's probably the only
0: bad it, thing I it, can but, say about this tour but it hasn't been too bad but, no. but I think the crowds went If probably gets close to that rope where people are signing autographs and everything yes it's just going to create a crush so I can understand him being a bit more same as Rashford Rashford has been a little bit standoffish yes he he certainly has Um, which look we can sit here as fans and say well you're earning 300 grand a week it's the least you can do but also sometimes if you actually step back and I was watching from afar today it's almost as if they're we're treated like animals at a zoo yeah or oh, we're standing behind a rope screaming at them to come towards us and, and uh, yeah it's a little bit hard
1: I-, I said this to you as well tom after you did that post on <coughs> facebook about it i said i can guarantee if they came to the lifts everyone was stone-cold silent as they walked past and someone just politely called out excuse me you know marcus excuse me Tahith, would you mind stopping for a quick signature photo they'll be more inclined to come over but when they've got Heaps of people, and I know the Dales at the hotel when I got those photos. I was being pushed in the back, I had poor young tackers next to me yeah. getting pushed into the ropes. And what you what you said was almost a bit like a prophecy of how people would behave when they saw their heroes come out. Yeah. I mean, I can understand, like, in, inwards, I was absolutely
0: it's a, it's a natural excitement, yeah. It's a, it's a natural excitement, like, as I I'll go on. You both just mentioned your um highlight of the tour my highlight obviously for anyone who knows me or has been following me on Facebook I do have somewhat of a man crush maybe a bit <laughs> a bit more essential than that in terms of one matter now before the tour if, if you helped me to put it together a one matter flag which few people have seen and I've held it up Held it up the first time I was down there and he made a beeline he sort of noticed the yes. flag and he came across and he said um, would you like me to sign it on the phone and I said please and he signed it and I was right on the rope, and to take a photo, it didn't quite work. I was hanging it over the rope, and it wasn't convenient for a photo. And Tom,
1: I know of a Liverpool supporter who had a picture with Marta. (laughs) What about it? I know a guy who goes for Liverpool who was waiting at the hotel for when they landed. Oh, I, don't think anyone, I don't
0: blame him. I don't think anyone has a bad word to say about him. I think but, even Chelsea fans that they still like him. But what I was saying is Matter was yeah. I went to then step over the rope to make the photo stand yeah. out there and a security guard
1: said get back over said
0: okay. no get over and then one matter then said, No no, he's okay, he can step over. Yes. Which is absolutely nothing but it makes a hell of a lot of difference. Yeah, the, the, I, 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 the absolutely. world difference for a for difference for a player to just take that 10 seconds to treat you as, yeah. I wouldn't say an equal, but technically no, as an equal. Yeah, no, and, yeah, um, yeah. And then yeah. a couple of days later, we are down there with one of the kids from the supporters clubs, and he saw the flag again, and again he came over and just shook a hand and said, thank you for making the flag, I really appreciate it. No, and no. something like that is, again, nothing from a grown man, a 31-year-old man... <laughs> Still, just, I'll remember that forever. Oh, yeah, ab- I, I, I absolutely.
1: And, it, and it's something to tell your future kids and grandkids, you know, Tom. So I, I would, I'm would, certainly envious of, of that sort of uh, experience.
0: Okay, just moving on now, James um, wanted to mention something about Barney Red News.
1: Yeah, so uh, so ba- Barney Chilton, for those of you who are not familiar with Red News uh, fanzine, they're kind of an institution in the UK. Uh they're, they're a bit different to United We Stand. Of course, Andy Mitten does some great work with uh, as a chief editor of United We Stand, but I actually had a funny story with um, involving uh, Barney Chilton. I was going to my first game uh, to Old Trafford in February 2017 and went to Sam Flats, soaked in the pregame atmosphere, making my way over of Keys Bridge, and I heard a chap calling out Red News, five quid. And I go over there, and I remember I had a few... Um, back and forth of Barney on Twitter and he seemed like a good chap so I go you know what I'm going to sweat this bloke's fanzine saw so, what looks like being one of his like, members of the fanzine and I go oh, yeah I'll grab one of those and I so said it's actually my and, and he just looks at me and goes oh he goes he goes you're you're James Haywood right the Australian lad from Perth and I just look at him and go oh how'd you, how'd you know that and, and he, go, he just laughed. He goes, enjoy your first game, mate. I said, send my regards to Barney Chilton. And so, you know, I went, went to the game. It was a nice 0-0 draw. And afterwards, I sent Barney a message on Twitter. And I said, oh, I'll tell one of your sellers. I said, he might be like bloody Mystic Mac or something. And he goes, "He goes, James, that seller was me. He goes, you actually bought a fanzine personally from myself. So it was, it was quite an experience. And he actually asked me to... Um, contribute to his uh, fanzine as well so I had one or two pieces further down the track which was quite humbling yes. for a bloke who's grown up in Australia for 25 years and gone into Aussie rules and then transitioned to that, you know, European football so for ah, me it was quite humbling
0: yeah, fantastic well we've seen, I've seen um, that first Friday the Club uh, catch up uh, I was sitting there and then the guy sat next to me I looked over and I had a double take and Andy bit was sitting yes. next to me I think good so all the journalists have come over, which is great to yeah. see. Yes,
1: yeah, so I mean, I had a, I had a bit of a yarn with um, Andy and was able to congratulate him in person on his recent charity yeah, ride from the ride, Barcelona yeah. to uh, Manchester. He's given us some interesting stories about that and, you know, tried to get a bit of an insight in what's happening to the transfers, particularly with Harry Maguire and Bruno Fernandes. But he said, uh, you know, Maguire, he thinks, is very close, but Fernandes, he sort of needed to check with... His, contacts he has in the game because he said to me he goes at the moment it's very much like a Nico Guy or Wesley Snipes. That's
0: what that's what it sounds like to me at the moment, but um by the time you're reading this we're probably Bruno Fernandez probably signed for Liverpool by the time you listen to this. <laughs> so who knows, but we'll try and move on to the football, the first game. they um, say on Saturday, last Saturday, yes. played Perth Glory. Personally I thought it actually wasn't a bad game. obviously the second half team was a lot better than the first half. But from a pre-season game, Perth glory sat in very deep. It was hard for United to break through. But I thought United won the ball very high, up the pitch. Perth got into the United's half once, I think, and the crowd erupted, which is, a <coughs> sign, which is a sign of where the game was played. Albeit, it United against Perth glory, there is a difference in quality. But I thought United were uh, fairly good for a first uh, game I, of the I, season.
1: I, 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 I was quite impressed by watching United, simply because... It seems like Solskjaer and Mickey Films drilled into the boys. They want to play that sort of high press and force a turnover. Similar to what Liverpool made, dare I say, with such devastating effects, where they had Mo Salah and Firmino. But moving away from the bin dippers, I, I think I think that's the way that we need to play. United have always had fast wingers, and they've been a transition to ball up the pitch very quickly. And I think that's what Solskjaer's been trying to drill into them. And... I noticed last pre-season, very interrupted. Of course, they had the World Cup. Pogba playing for France. Yeah. Deep, deep Deep into the pre-season. And, uh, and Lukaku for Belgium as well. I think Belgium made the semi-finals. Then they played the... I
0: think playoffs. even English players actually yes. are Rashford Ashford that, that,
1: That's right. So, like, you know, we, we had a very disjointed pre-season. And I think that's why a lot of the time we conceded very late in the game. I remember the second match against Brighton, we actually went down... Two
0: goals, I think, to start the game, and we and we end up losing. So you can tell the difference since Soulshite came in; that intensity upped, and yeah, everyone thought, "Oh, this is fantastic!" But that can only last yeah, a but but, of time.
1: but because we didn't have that base to build on,
0: yeah. you yeah, had that you cool. had that
1: short win, similar to me when when you know I start running before having a few beers, and I just drop off, and 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 that's what happened with United. They started off really good, but because they didn't have that base, where other teams like Liverpool, City, that you know, they had that full pre-season. So they could just build and build, and obviously the difference in quality, but that's another issue.
0: Well, since we've been here, um, a lot of us, maybe having warrants out for stalking the team hotel, we've noticed that the team are doing double sessions pretty much every single that, that, day. That's right. They're leaving so that, and which I assume is probably the same for a lot of teams. Yeah, it's not just you know. It,
1: it, it's encouraging, and I hope the players are seeing go right. This is where a professional outfit. We need to to showcase the best football we can. We need to be as fit, as professional as we can as well. So I think that's what Solskja and Mickey feeling have drilled into the lads.
0: Now, as we mentioned at the start of this episode, um, it's obviously pre-match Leeds. You'll hear this well after we play Leeds. Now, I won't touch too much on inside Perth. But for some reason, I have seen thousands of Leeds fans. I don't know why. Maybe they're staying in my hotel, but there are a lot of Leeds fans. So we'll stay clear of that. We'll just try and focus on the actual game. Um... It has a lot more... Just a natural feel. It feels a lot more intense than the perth Glory match, obviously. I, I, I think so, because, you know, the difference between this
1: one and the perth Glory. all due respect to perth Glory because... Leeds, Leeds are very good, team. They, 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 they are. And, you know, Marco Pielsa had them playing very exciting football. I worked with a, a former colleague um, last year, and he, he was a Leeds United fan. I'm sorry for our listeners, but he's a huge Leeds fan. And he was saying... Every week when Leeds won, he'll let me know. Go, James are going to be playing the Premiership, the premiership next season. Not quite. And and, and 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 it gave me great satisfaction when they missed out. And I message him, and he goes, "Fuck off, James." But <laughs> you know, I, I think that they they to, they credit where it's due. They have played some good football. Very impressive under Bielsa Beelze, and Bielsa's. I'm a a bit worried about where they where they might come in the near future because.
0: Well, I think that soon I've heard one or two people debate this on some of their Q and As with Brian Robson, Dennis O' and Brian Robson has been quite not adamant, but he said on occasions he'd like to see Leeds get come up. Which I'm the same.
1: Well, well I, I would have to grieve you because it, it comes down to, like, I, I
0: would... Yeah, uh, could, could you imagine a Liverpool winning that You'd miss that game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I would. Like, you know, it'd be funny. It'd be funny for the but, first five seconds going, oh, Liverpool aren't in the Premier League. I,
0: I remember the last World Cup. I remember when Italy failed to qualify. It was unbelievably funny. then why the World Cup came around. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and
1: you go, you're missing something you know, here. Where's Italy? And, and and you can ask any staunch Liverpool fan, they'll say the same. Ask yeah. Celtic about Rangers and yeah. vice versa. No, they hate each other, but they... The, yeah. The, not to mention the league will be dead without their old firm but they
0: would literally they relish these games because you know otherwise it's just yeah yeah you need it 100% now yeah we can't preview the match too much because once by the time you're listening to this the game will be well over yeah and so we'll just move on sorry to just thoughts in general on the season ahead um What's a successful season, do you reckon? I think Does it have I, to be a trophy? Or? I,
1: I think, honestly, we are in a transition season. This is Solskjaer's first pre-season with the lads. But for me, our, our final transfer dealings will tell a great picture about where we're heading. You know, we got Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Daniel James in. Looks like Harry Maguire, but I still think we need one or two more names. A Bruno Fernandes or a forward if Lukaku goes but i think, i think for the season ahead i think top 4 hassiar our minimum that we go to every year but i can see us honestly pushing for higher like we got to
0: i think it's so close sorry not predict. it's so yeah. close i remember when liverpool were going through their title race with uh, with city at the end of last season no one. What Liverpool did in that last twenty or fifteen games would have won them in the title. You would have expected City to drop a point. Yes. City didn't drop a point. So what I'm thinking, and by no means I'm saying we're in a title race at the moment. Well, obviously we're equal yeah. with the top. But if you beat Chelsea, suddenly we're three points out of Chelsea. and yeah. so,
1: those three points. Yeah, yeah. And and, and yeah, they, it sets a good they, tone. They, they call they call them the six pointers for a reason. They can be quite a big oh. difference. If you land the early psychological blow, it, it it's quite telling. Like you know. Like Liverpool last season had those last minutes where they would score from a missed foul or a free kick that they shouldn't have got. And and that just sends a message and then of course City had that free kick goal by Vance and Company against Leicester and Leicester were quite dogged, so those sort of moments they all build up they all build up in, to make a race. But I uh, going back to you know, I, should, I think for us. We could have finished third We could have finished third, or, dare I say, close to second last season. But we dropped those games that we shouldn't have dropped. And, you know, as a result, we finished where we probably deserved to finish. Yeah. We're doing that. But I think going ahead, I think I think we'll get as low as fourth, maybe a bit higher. And I think we'll, we'll win the FA Cup. I'm following well, it now. Win we'll, F- we'll, we'll win the FA Cup.
0: Nah, no, fingers crossed. Now, just something um, before we head off to the ground, to the stadium to watch the match against Leeds something me and Larry change our opinion on every single yep. week Pogba did you stay or go well, what do you think will happen look I, I think stay or go
1: I think he'll stay one more, stays, season, one, one more season one more season and then he's off it, it'll, be, it'll be similar to a Ronaldo sort of, yeah. sort, sort of deal Solskjaer would say like, look, look I know you really don't want to be here but give me one season you've got the Euros coming up next year for France yeah. you want to play in that I have no problem not playing you. You give me one season, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juve come corn, out, out out, you can go. You have my blessing. I,
0: I think that's where most people stand at the moment. If I was to call, I have a gut feeling he goes on loan to Real Madrid this year and they buy him next year. But I think it is likely that he does stay.
1: I, I, I think so. And, and you, know, you look at it, and this is probably a tangent issue, but you look at it, if Pogba goes, we're not going to need one player. We're going to need two really decent yeah. players. Because, like, let's be honest, Tom, you might disagree, but on his day, there is no one better than him. And, I am not and, disagreeing that. Like, you will and, and, not find
0: a bigger fan of Pogba than yeah,
1: And And that's a caveat on his day. Why is not every game
0: his yeah. day, you know? but that's Well, we, a, can, we can debate about... Yeah. Me and Larry can debate Pogba all day, as the listeners probably know. But we'll try and leave it there now. We'll talk to a few more people on the way to the ground, on the way to the game against Leeds, maybe half-time and full-time. And um, I've enjoyed that chat, James. Yeah, cheers. It was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, likewise, Um, mate. So thanks very much for your time. And stay tuned. This part two of this podcast will be coming up soon. Cheers. Right, on the way to the ground, to Optus Stadium, now with a fellow Chilean, but the main Chilean hasn't showed up. (laughs) Alexis Sanchez, where is he, Casey?
2: Uh, he's off celebrating the fourth place finish, that Chile finish of the Copa America.
0: You just told me they had a third place playoff.
2: Uh, they do. In the in the, in the tournament with uh, 12 teams, you got a third place playoff. So, everyone knows, uh, you got to know who's finished third or fourth at the 12 teams. So, I think it's important.
0: What's after gold, silver, bronze? What's the fourth place? I uh, don't know. Probably an opal or something. I don't know. An <laughs> um, With Sanchez, though. I was talking to Sanchez at yes. the pub. Stay or go? Do you think they can get rid of him or would you get rid of him? Or? Oh, I,
2: got, I got... Just... Really up to him, I guess. If he plays well, well, he's
0: getting a five hundred grand a week. I wouldn't say that, but potentially three fifty, four hundred grand a week. Obviously, he doesn't want to leave. Yeah, but if you're at the club, do you think you get rid of him or he stays? Oh, the, the, the
2: thing is, you know, have got abundance of wingers. It's not as though he's like a key player. Just we need to keep like some other teams need to keep their players. If Sanchez goes, you've still got Rashford, Martial, you know, Daniel J- James Daniel plays James, on the left he's now. now. You got an abundance of options, so. It's not as though they will miss him. It's not a great need. I would personally like to see him do well and stay here and, and try and forge his way into a team and become a great player, but um, it's not looking like that at the moment. So if you're in his position, if you're earning 500000 a week, it's, it's pretty decent. So I would, be it's staying, I would
0: be nailing myself to the bench <laughs> and saying, "Ollie, do not pick me. I'm sitting here until my contract runs out and there's nothing you can do about it. That would be my plan.
2: Oh, so you've got the same manager as Lon Koshelny to do?
0: I saw that on... Well, that's the thing. I saw uh, Paul Pogba get so much criticism. Like, over oh, this and that, this and that. Yeah. Griezmann got a bit of stick through his, time, his last couple of months at Atletico Madrid. Well, you look at Neymar and Koscielny and yeah. players like that, they're not travelling with teams. They're not playing with teams. Well, Paul Pogba's here on the other side of the world. Yeah. He's training and playing. He's oh. the best player on the pitcher, I thought, the other day against Perth.
2: Well, I guess uh, there was a lot of doubt about his future over the summer, but he's, he's here. Look, some, I'm not saying something might still happen, you never know, but he's made, his, his intention's clear that he's happy to still be with the team, so... We'll, yep. uh, we'll see what, like Ollie says we'll see who's out there the first first game of the season
0: yeah, Sean Longstaff uh, 50 million pounds um,
2: <laughs> can't wait now as we're
0: getting close to the ground we so will try and wrap up soon what do you think is more enjoyable from a spectating point of view a pre-season friendly against Perth Glory or Leeds or a bunch of six or seven men playing hungover football on a Tuesday morning the other day
2: uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> to, I, I, to, to
0: talk us through your performance level
2: well, you know what, you know what, I've I've hardly kicked a ball in my life. <laughs> There's not was, an excuse.
0: I'm saying, what's your performance I was, level like?
2: I was quite okay with how I performed. I stood mostly defensive. I think
0: you scored the first goal. Of the I tournament. scored the first <laughs> goal. Of the tournament.
2: This was the So and, you know, it was a tap in. So the shirt just came straight off. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, no, I was quite happy. I, I just saved a few goals and my passing was pretty okay. I wasn't just bombing it into row Z like some players do. But, uh, well, no, that was when, and, and
0: I, when I got tired, the ball just went long. i just <laughs> get, get rid of it. Safety first.
2: Yeah, you're all about Route 1 football, so I think you'd be a perfect manager in the Premier League. But uh, Neil, Neil Warnock, Sam Allardyce, <laughs> 101. You'd be great. But to answer your question, I think it'd be better watching a whole bunch of hungover, drunk, middle-aged men kick around football. At least there's more laughs. Tonight, yeah. Perth and Leeds, may not be there. You know, maybe a... a, a an error cross card. from actually, but everyone card. just goes ah. Oh. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely more laughs, a lot more uh, errors and falling over, and people giving each other crap. So, uh, a, a lot more fun, especially when you're being a part of it as well. But I think uh, I think I did alright. Managed to string a few passes together, and wasn't wasn't all bad. My um, ankles killing me
0: though. And I was waking up at three in the morning with cramp. <laughs> My wife can attest to that. Standing next to me, need <laughs> <laughs> <book> a book of massage. <laughs> but. Um, now we're getting right to the ground now, so we'll cut off before it gets too noisy. Just one last chance to embarrass ourselves. Score prediction.
2: Oh goodness! Uh, you know what? Draw. Now, yeah, you, at The ends of the draw going straight to penalties. I'm
0: praying penalties. I'm praying for penalties. Well, I hope it goes, I
2: hope it's more like FIFA rules, where ninety minutes draw straight to penalties. I don't want any yeah. oh, no. minute, twenty minute bullshit. Yeah, I don't think they
0: can do extra time. In, right. um, I
2: reckon. I reckon Leeds will Leeds will go up one. You know, one nil, then two one thinking I'll get back two all and I'm praying for penalties two all penalties all right. and it'll be like the Real Madrid shootout last pre-season it'll be about 20 attempts but only three go in
0: alright that's enough from Casey I think 2-1 for United Jeanette score what's your score prediction United how many goals N- none none okay <laughs> Okay. You're, no, you're now Casey's wife <laughs> uh, I will finish on the um, okay, prediction
2: three. He now he's saying three
0: okay United three how many for Leeds uh,
2: one
0: Okay, 3-1. One. Okay, 1-2-1. One, one. Casey praying for Pence. Pence. All right, I will try and, if the noise um, allows for, I'll try and talk to a few people full-time and... Or half-time, sorry, and full-time. I'm at the moment just trying to dodge a few Leeds fans. But we'll c- continue part three in a little bit. Cheers. Alright, half time at Perth, not Perth, we're in Perth, Yeah. Man United against Leeds, 2-0, um, here with Lockie. Now, first of all, before we get into the game, could you please rate your dad's parenting skills out of 10, because I've seen your behaviour on this tour. <laughs> How old are you, first of all? 15. 15, okay. I'll, I'll have a word to your dad there, not off camera. <laughs> um, who were the goals? Um, Marcus uh, Rashford. Rashford yeah. and Greenwood. Greenwood got, got the first goal. Good game? Yeah. What do you thought? Greenwood's first goal, I thought it was a good goal. Yeah,
1: Greenwood had a great first goal. Um, Rashford just a little cut in, skilled the keeper and got put,
2: placed it in the bottom well, corner.
0: I thought when McTominay was running through, mm. he had too much time. I thought he's maybe going to pick too much time to think about and he was going to pick the wrong pass. But he picked the right pass, Rashford yeah. did the right thing, took his time, neat finish.
1: It's all still that link up, and they've all linked up well. Must have been good training this week. Was much better than
0: the Perth game at our side. Who was a standout player from United for you?
1: Um Scott McTominay.
0: Yeah, he's been well, actually I think both McTominay and Pogba have been very good, but for me, and their second half team who just run out on the field now, but for me, um Eric Bailly. I thought Eric Bailly was very good in the first half. But this just as we're saying this, a second team has just come out and it looks like
2: Marshall, yeah, Chong.
0: I think yeah, they've changed 11 players, I think. Yeah,
2: they've
0: changed the whole team. Um, which players out of this are you looking forward to seeing the most?
1: Um, Anthony Martial. Anthony
0: yeah, Martial, a bit of space. Uh, yeah. Who's out there? Chong, Andres, Pereira. So 2-0, do you think we'll continue or potentially blow the lead? 4-0. 4-0, two goalscorers? Uh,
1: Marshall and
0: Gomez. Gomez, Gomez. Um, yeah. Has much better atmosphere this game compared oh, to the yeah. Perth Glory game? Favourite song so far? Uh,
1: couple of good ones. Marshall, Tony Marshall came from France. Yeah,
0: no, that's always a good one. la, la, la. No, that sounds good. Alright, we'll come back at full time at the moment. 2-0 against Leeds. So hopefully, yeah, 4-5-0, hopefully. Yeah. Alright, cheers. Thank you. Okay, it's post-match now. You're not absolutely peppering Leeds 4-0. It is absolutely freezing. I was a bit too noisy to record in the stadium post-match. There was about a 15, 20-minute rendition of Ollie's at the wheel. Um, but I'll try and wrap it up there. I think this is a bit, a bit of a long podcast, so um, thank you for listening. A little bit something different. We we'll won't be able to do a podcast like that for another six years since uh, until United returned to Australia. So hopefully it was enjoyable, and I will most likely meet up with Larry at a pub somewhere in Sydney in the near future before he's off to watch United and Chelsea. So hopefully you enjoyed it, and thanks for listening. Cheers.